In today's episode, we talk about patriarchal blessings. It's unfortunate that you never got one, Mary. It's almost worth it to become a Mormon just to get it. Really? Is there any real reason to become a Mormon? There's really not. Raise your hand if you think there's any reason. Unless you're making 10% more money than you really (laughs) ever wanted. Wow. Uh, Yeah, I don't really understand the point of a patriarchal blessing, but I guess we're going to get all into it. We are. We're going to start off, though, reviewing some newsworthy incidents uh, that happened last week. All right. Well, let's get all into that in just a second. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Latter-day Lesbian, the podcast about an ex-Mormon gay girl. Just trying to figure out her life. Mm-hmm. That's you, Shelly. Still figuring it out. Still doing it. Still you. What's your name? Mary. My name is Shelly. <laughs> Welcome to everyone. To everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be done with that voice now. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Oh, oh, had one more. Had one more in me. <laughs> God. Did you get it all out? <sighs> I think so. Oh, Sorry. Last my God. Seriously, Clearly last one. you didn't. Last one. <laughs> Wow, that was annoying. Yeah, it was. I annoyed even me. (laughs) Now that says something. And I'm pretty tolerant of myself, (laughs) as it turns out. Okay, so patriarchal blessings. Can't wait to get into all that. Oh, yeah. I put the call out probably last week sometime on social media for people to send in their patriarchal blessings or Mm -hmm. quotes or snippets or whatever. Sure. We got some good shit, not going to lie. Yeah, a lot of people contributed to that. That's great. Yeah, and we also have like... I don't know if you want to call it a surprise or an unveiling or <laughs> I don't know what I want to call it. Don't get too pumped up about this. Okay. It's actually not huge, but I won't put in a drum roll. <laughs> don't Dan. <laughs> okay. Don't no do it. Drum no roll. drum roll. But first thing I want to do is I want to talk a little bit about last week's, I guess, controversial, but it's not controversial to me. What was it? Okay. So those of you listening, get this name in your head, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Maybe it's Ocasio. I'm sorry. If oh. I'm getting it wrong, but everyone okay. calls her AOC. Okay? AOC. And she uh, took office at age 29, the youngest woman ever to serve in the United States Congress. Wow. And for some reason, because she's young and a female and a Democrat, people like to just pick go on her. after her, yeah. pick on her, mm-hmm. uh, which is annoying, but also very a very real thing that happens in America today. People don't, and I'm just saying people, you know who you are, people don't like to see a young strong, beautiful woman mm-hmm. rising up in power. They don't yeah, like I guess it. that's threatening or something. It is threatening. So what had happened was, and, and I'm talking about this because it's going to lead into a roasting. A troll roasting? Trolls. Yeah, there's a few, but there's have one. We, we haven't had a good troll roasting Oh, we're going to roast. Okay. We're going to roast. So I'm just going to read a little bit to you from this article in the Washington Post written by Monica Hess. That's H-E-S-S-E. So if I'm saying it wrong, Monica, I'm sorry. It seems like that would be the correct pronunciation. I think so. It's probably not Hesse. It's a, <laughs> you know, you never know. I'm saying Hess. Okay, good guess. Yeah. And I like her article because it sums up uh, pretty well what went down. If you have not yet, you need to look online and find AOC's speech that she gave. It was just amazing. She delivered it from the house floor and it was like, it was fire. And That's I loved awesome. it. That's awesome. So what had happened was two days before she gave the speech, she, AOC, found herself in a heated conversation with Representative Ted Yoho, Republican from Florida. Mm -hmm. So Representative Ted Yoho called her disgusting. 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 He said she was out of her freaking mind. Hmm. And when the discussion ended, Yoho uttered the words, 
fucking bitch. Oh. And the media caught that. Damn. So this What is it, Carol Baskin suddenly? <laughs> suddenly, yes. <laughs> Jesus. This in so many ways makes me cringe because this man is easily twice her age, mm-hmm. talking down to her yeah. and calling her a fucking bitch. Mm-hmm. Like that just cuts to the core of a woman. I can think of one worse word to call a woman. Right, right. It, and especially coming from a, an older man. I just, I hate everything about that. Yeah. Anyway, so in AOC's Thursday speech, she said that she had planned to completely ignore the insult. Okay. That being a woman had required a lifetime of ignoring such insults, but she changed her mind after Yoho himself brought up the matter in his own speech in the House. Well, yeah. I mean, basically, he's elevating it or escalating it, right? Well, my opinion is that he realized that the media caught that when he called her a fucking bitch. So he wanted to defend himself or something. Yep, like right then, I'm going to come out and I'm going to apologize. But check out this non-apology. All right. This is quotes. Having been married for 45 years with two daughters, I'm very cognizant of language. Yoho had said, insisting that he'd been misheard and hadn't used the pejorative phrase that a reporter from The Hill heard him say. Oh. Yeah. So while Yoho apologized for the, quote, misunderstanding, by the way, when you apologize for a misunderstanding, you are actually not apologizing. Right. Yes. You are basically saying— You misheard me. You misheard me. Uh No, 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 no. There must have been a misunderstanding here. But then he goes on to say, I cannot apologize for my passion or for loving my God, my family, and my country. Where the fuck does that come from? How Uh does that make it somehow okay that you called a woman, that you got in a woman's face. And called her a fucking bitch. And called her a fucking bitch. And what does God and country and family have to do with that conversation? Nothing. It's, again, (laughs) a reminder, listeners, I don't hate men. I really don't hate men. Well, also, I think it's that tendency to think you're apologizing when you're actually not apologizing at all. No, you're actually standing firm and and boasting yourself up like, of my passion and love for God. Like, no, 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 no. You are a douche and you're not apologizing because you don't think that you should have to apologize to a woman who stood up for herself Mm -hmm. that's half your age. Yeah. So let me keep reading more of this because this, again, is a fantastic take on what happened. It's not clear how or why loving one's God and country would require a member of Congress to have a public meltdown on Capitol grounds, <laughs> but it was the first part of Yoho's faux-pology that bothered AOC. The implication that Yoho could not or would not behave misogynistically because, after all, he had a wife and daughters. Right, right. Just because you have a wife or daughter— I feel sorry for the wife and daughter Yeah, it doesn't right mean now. you're not a sexist <laughs> or a misogynist. It's right. like saying, well, I have a black friend. Right, right. And all lives matter. No, uh-huh. you can't—it doesn't— <laughs> Well, I have gay friends. I just don't think they should be able to be married, but uh-huh. I love them. I have gay friends. Right. Nope, nope, no, yeah. and no. Yeah. Seriously, I feel sorry for his family members oh, who are female. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> yes. Uh, so— I'm going to just read a little bit about what Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez said, AOC. Mm -hmm. She says, you can be a powerful man and accost women. You can have daughters and accost women without remorse. You can be married and accost women. You can take photos and project an image to the world of being a family man and accost women Mm -hmm. without remorse and with a sense of impunity, it happens every day in this country. Yeah, it's true. Absolutely. You mm-hmm. look at some of our leadership. Yeah. And again, we're not going to go political. Grab them by the pussy. 
We're not going to go political. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you look and a lot of the people who, I mean, we kind of on the inside know they're creepy on both sides of the aisle. Well, no, we know they're creepy. We know that they are likely misogynistic. We know they're misogynistic men, right? But they like to pose with their wives and their children. And a picture with females doesn't make you not a misogynist. Mm-hmm. Doesn't doesn't say that you are. Doesn't say you're not. Okay, if you sure. are, you're art. Whatever pictures you put out there doesn't. I mean, make a, a lot of patriarchs have wives. Well, shit. Look at Warren <laughs> Jeffs. Look at Brigham Young. Look at, look at Joseph Smith. Look at most Mormon men. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, true. they all buy into the patriarchy for the most part, mm-hmm. right? Which means I mean, they I'm have to buy into polygamy. So, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and just that condescending way to treat a woman. We, you know, we talk about those feats of strength from Trek that we talked about last week that mm-hmm. easily... Oh God, the woman's pole. The girl's pole. The girl's whatever pole they call it. that automatically puts boys above girls in that instance, right? This is the sort of teaching yeah. that goes into most religions. A lot of religions buy into patriarchy. Absolutely. And they raise these patriarchs mm-hmm. to look down on women, right? Absolutely. We're teaching boys Absolutely. That. We teach and, them every day. Yeah. Yeah, And shit like this happens. And thankfully, there are people like AOC who will stand up to it. Mm-hmm. So she also said, I am someone's daughter too. Thankfully, my father is not alive to see how Mr. Yoho treated his daughter. Mm. My mother got to see Mr. Yoho's disrespect of me on the floor of this house and on television. I am here because I have to show my parents that I am their daughter. And they did not raise me to accept abuse from men. This harm that Mr. Yoho tried to levy at me was not just directed at me. When you do that to any woman, what Mr. Yoho did was give permission to other men to do that to his daughters. Mm. I'm here to say that is not acceptable. Amen, honey. Amen. A fucking men. Mm-hmm. So the article goes on to say it is worth noting that while Ocasio Cortez lays all of this out, she does so in a tone of voice that never veers above mild irritation. In her floor speech, which totals about 10 minutes, she never raises her voice or resorts to calling names. She is exactly as measured as women are always expected to be Mm. and as men are always assumed to be. And she made it clear that to her, none of this was personal. She says, I do not need Representative Yoho to apologize to me. Clearly, he does not want to. Mm -hmm. But she said she couldn't stop thinking about her nieces and all of the women who might have witnessed the exchange and the accumulation of casual tossed off misogynist epithets that women absorb day after day, decade after decade. Mm-hmm. If Representative Yoho couldn't bring himself to apologize to her, perhaps he should consider them. Wow. Having daughters is not what makes someone a decent man, she said. Treating people with dignity and respect is what makes a decent man. And when a decent man messes up, as we are all bound to do, he does apologize. Not to save face, not to win a vote, he apologizes genuinely to repair and acknowledge the harm done so that we can all move on. That's awesome. Well said. She's a fucking badass. Yeah. And I don't care if you are a Democrat or a Republican. She's a Democrat. I don't care what you are acknowledging that she stood up for herself as a woman, not as a political player, as a woman mm-hmm. is huge. But for some reason, and we're about to roast some trolls, there are people who can't see past their political views to give someone credit for standing up for women. They have to make it a party line They have line to make it. Like they, they can't even just ignore mm-hmm. me posting the video. They have to come on there with their political ideals and then rip on her as a human being instead of being like, you know what? Yeah, I'm glad she stood up for herself. So she's saying this one person mm-hmm. said something horrible to me 
and it is a misogynistic pig, essentially. Mm-hmm. This one guy. Yeah. She's not saying all men. She's not. Nope. So why other men have to read that potentially and, and become defensive is mind-boggling. Yeah, like, completely. She's not saying all men are like this. She's saying this person did this, mm-hmm. and I'm going to call out the action. Yeah. So I don't understand why other people are getting defensive. Well, shall we roast some trolls? Let's roast Let's them. Let's roast some trolls. Hit it. So who are we roasting today? So Casey Burns, I will call you by name. Mr. Somehow, Burns. Mr. Burns. Somehow <laughs> you were on my friends list. I don't know why. Oh, these are your friends? Well, this one was, and I still don't know how he ended up there, but he's gone now. <laughs> okay. You unfriended? I, oh, for sure. And blocked. <laughs> oh, okay. See, I unfriended, but he kept making jackass comments. Oh. I'm like, you... Anyway. Mm-hmm. So Casey Burns starts off by saying, she's a freaking nut job. Oh, okay. Well, that's okay. <laughs> then he says, being called a fucking bitch at work is not okay, but she's nuttier than a fruitcake. Definitely not the brightest crayon in the box. Oh. Remember the stunt she pulled at the wait, fence? Wait, wait, wait. Brightest crayon in the box? You know, <laughs> there's so much going on <laughs> with Casey right, right now. Metaphor. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I thought it was brightest bulb in the box. Sharpest crayon, maybe. Mm-hmm. Or crayons, maybe the bright colors. Yeah, I don't know. Of all the oranges, she was not the brightest. <laughs> is that what he's... Was she a, yeah, was she an orange or maybe a bright yellow? I don't know. Also, <laughs> also his grammar is shit. Um, <laughs> so he says, remember the stunt she pulled at the fences whining about the border? Stunt. Yeah. A stunt wanting to um, defend and protect innocence. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. What a stunt. Mm-hmm. Still doesn't need to be called that at work, but she's probably one of the dumbest people in Congress. Oh. For some reason, she's so threatening. Huh. So when you say, well, they shouldn't have treated you that way, but you're fucking stupid. Yeah. No, you're, you're saying she's fucking stupid yeah, is what she's, you're saying. He's deflecting from yes. the comment right now by yes. bringing up other things that she has evidently done right. in his opinion. Mm-hmm. So thankfully, there are good people in my friend's group as well. And someone jumps on and says, well, she's about 100 times more intelligent than you are. Very sad that you're too stupid to realize true integrity and intelligence. That's why she's in Congress and you post nonsense on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Casey didn't like that. So it goes round and round and round, back and forth. Casey starts getting very angry and hurt feelings. He basically tells someone to go make him a sandwich. Oh. Um, actually, he told a friend, Tori, why don't you do your job? Shut your mouth and go make me a sandwich. Uh-uh. Uh, yeah, of course. Wow. Get back to the kitchen, woman. Yeah, right? Wow. Uh, uh, <laughs> someone told him he was triggered, and he said, the only time I am triggered is when I pull the trigger on my gun. Whoa. Told someone to go make him a sandwich. I was napping the entire time, by the this way. This was a friend of yours on Facebook. I don't know how. <laughs> Do I you don't know, know this how. person? No. Uh, how does this happen to you? I don't know, but I fixed it. <laughs> so I woke up from a nap. I'm like, oh, let me check what's going on Facebook. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> only get triggered when I pull the trigger on my gun. Yeah, and I go make me a sandwich. Wow. So I popped in. I said, bye-bye, Casey Burns, you ignorant, chauvinistic asshole. Mm-hmm. How the hell did you manage to get on my friends list? And of course, he's like, you're the one who's calling names. I never said anything to you. I hate it when people are like, I wasn't talking to you. You're on my post. Sure. You are talking to me, actually, when you're on my post. And you know what's weird about our friend lists on Facebook? Mm -hmm. It's kind of like when they're posting because they're in our friend group and they're posting on our posts. It's almost like we're responsible for them in a way. Yeah, you feel like I have to shut something down. No, 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 absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And, And actually... The girl that was told to go make him a sandwich, she messaged me and was like, um, I just, 
I was kind of fighting with this guy. I hope that's okay with you. You know, yeah. like people want to say it, like, you know, I'm kind Sorry, of stirring up shit. Sorry, he's your friend and I yeah. said something. Yeah, he's like, how's your friend? I'm like, fuck. So this is why I was checking this out. Uh, then I told uh, Casey, uh, you're posting sexist bullshit on my thread. So yeah, I'm going to say something. And then he says, I simply stated that AOC is not very smart. And she did not need to be called a fucking bitch, but she is not very smart. <laughs> like, okay. no, just stop. Yeah, I said, Casey Burns, do you even begin to see that your comment about her intelligence is a huge part of the problem? She defended herself and all women when she called that asshole out for verbally attacking her, but you chose to go after her intelligence. I'm pretty damn sure she has a higher IQ and way more education than you. But instead of seeing the actual issue here, patriarchy, sexism, and abuse of position and power, spin that through your wheels for a second or two and let me know if you can see how you are part of the problem. Casey did not like that. Oh. At all. He replied with, you're another one of those feminazis. Oh. That's too bad. Maybe you should just stick the things you might know something about, like, say, go make me a sandwich. Now he's telling everyone to make sandwiches. I guess he's real hungry. I guess he wants a sandwich. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, there's probably a subway <laughs> in his neighborhood. You can go get yourself a damn sandwich on your own. And I said, okay, you and your teeny tiny penis can go spew your ignorant hate <laughs> elsewhere. Blocked. And I blocked him. <laughs> so I hope that he's is, eating sandwiches right now. That is literally hitting below the belt. Shelly, <laughs> literally. Tis, tis. Uh, I'll show you. Yeah. I'm going to talk tiny. about your penis size. Well, it probably hurt him even more that I wouldn't make him a sandwich. I think probably. that's... Probably. Uh, I wasn't shocked by that. Mm-hmm. What I was probably more disturbed by is a comment from a woman named Jenny. And it looks like she blocked me because I can't... Her name is like, whatever. You but can still her, see her comment though? Yes. Okay. She says, Shelly Johnson, respect for women is an important part of our society. However, I'm a mom who raised five children on my own due to their father choosing poorly. I made my way in an industry dominated by men, at times having to work three jobs to keep a roof over my family's head. I have three daughters who have made their way in life as strong women. One through the ranks of the military, bringing honor to women and her country. They learn from me that if a man disrespects you with a petty remark, you just keep moving forward because the only one stopping your progression would be themselves if they allowed those useless low blows to affect their feelings that badly. If any man would have said this to them, they would have not even batted an eye. They would look at him and think, next, because you're not the first and will not be the last to say such things to me and you will not be allowed to take away my peace because I raised them to defend themselves. They know working their way up through a patriarchal society, this may happen from time to time. I wish she were more talking about AOC. I wish she were more concerned about the sex trafficking of young women and men than taking up an hour on the house floor because someone called her a bad name. So much wrong with this. Is she really teaching her daughters to defend themselves? No. Nothing will not stop allowed. if you just keep walking yeah. when a dude calls you a fucking bitch. Yeah, if you're not allowed to say anything? Yeah. So someone replied to her, uh, Jenny, this is one of the reasons that men continue to talk this way because women allow it. Right. Because men and women don't speak up and call them out. As long as it is normalized by pretending like it's not a big deal, then they will continue to think it's okay. You are doing your daughters no favors by teaching them that's how to react. Mm Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. You don't just ignore stuff. And I'm not going to go through all the posts, but there was also a family member of mine, distant family member, a woman. And again, she got up there and was like, AOC is a fucking idiot. Wow. Like, Like women. Women, wow. why are you calling women names who are behaving in a way that women should behave, should be standing yeah. up for themselves, should be powerful, I mean, should be strong? I don't know much about AOC, but from what I've read and heard, she doesn't seem like an idiot to me. No. She seems pretty with it. Yeah. Pretty intelligent. She's well-spoken. She's well-educated. Uh-huh. She is powerful. She says what's on her mind. Like, On either side of the aisle, that's something that we should look up to. Well, so I think 
What I'm interpreting from people calling her idiotic, even women, is that they don't agree with her politically. Correct. That's what they mean. Correct. They don't like her decision-making. Correct. Because it doesn't suit them somehow. I tell you what, though. If someone on the opposite side of what I believe were to come out and say, for example, let's say President Nelson. (laughs) God. Prophet, quote-unquote, were to go out and say, you know what, women? I'm sick and tired of men treating you poorly. Uh Uh-huh. As prophet of the Lord, I am rebuking all men who have ever looked down on their wives, uh-huh. all men who have ever discouraged women to get educated. Like, if he came out and said something like that, mm-hmm. like that, even though I think he's a total douche, mm-hmm. I would post about it and be like, right on, Russell. Right. That's what I'm talking about. Sure. It would have nothing to do with my personal feelings about their views. Yeah, anybody can come forward and say that they used to think one way and now they think another way. Sure. You know, yeah. anyone's allowed to do that yeah. at any time. Don't just ignore someone because you don't agree with them politically. The thing that she said was not political mm-hmm. at all. Yeah, it didn't have anything to do with politics. It just had to do with her standing up for what she felt was right. Right, and we should all admire that. For sure. Anyway, that was the troll I roasted. I could roast quite a few trolls mm-hmm. about that uh, article that I posted, but I picked Casey, lucky Casey, who is no longer on my friends list and is blocked. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. Sometimes I'll I'll get somebody that is a little odd for me for a yeah. friend too. How did that happen? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. just sometimes you have to just go through. Especially you have a lot of friends. Yeah, and uh, somebody sneaks in there sometimes that's a little like, huh? How'd that person get in here? Yeah, you know what's great about making these posts is it shows you who your asshole friends are, and then you can <laughs> delete, 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 and that frees up room because I'm near the max. Uh-huh. That frees up room for actual good people yeah. to be in your friends list, and it gives us something to talk about on a podcast once in a while. Content. So there you go. So thanks, Casey. Thanks, Troll Casey. (laughs) Okay. So we have a foom pod from Bryce Blankenagel. We do, we do. He also sent in his patriarchal blessing. Mm -hmm. And that's going to kick off some more patriarchal blessings Mm -hmm. that we want to get into after the break. Should we take a little break? Do it. Okay. Be right back. We are back. Mm-hmm. So, foom pod time? It is. But what's funny about this foom pod is Bryce wrote me a little note and he said, Hey, Mary, I'm a bit salty that Shelly got my last foom pod so easily. <laughs> time to turn up the heat. Okay, Bryce Blankenagle of Naked Mormonism <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, you ready for the heat to turn a little bit up? We're going to turn this it, shit Bryce. up. Okay. Okay, go. Did you want to say cue music? Cue music. It's the fucked up Mormon's phrase of the day. Okay, you ready for today's fucked up Mormon phrase of the day? Yep. Who is or what is, but I think it's more of a who is. Okay. Barak Ale. B-A-U-R-A-K space A-L-E. Two well, words. I'm thinking it's like Pele Ale, which is... Um, what was Pele Ale again? Forgot that one. It's like, oh God, hear the words of my mouth. Oh. <laughs> in, in made up language. <laughs> Barack Ale. Barack? Barack? I don't know how you say it. Bo- it's something to Barack. do with like the Adamic <laughs> language. Hmm. Um, I'm not sure who Barak is, but yeah. that's all I got. How close am I? Well, so Bryce doesn't mention anything about the Adamic language. Come on, Bryce. You know that's what it is. It's possible it came from that. Okay. But I'm still giving you a buzzer. Ah! Because you don't know what this is. Fuck you, Bryce Blankenagel of Barak. the Naked Mormonism podcast. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> nice plug. Barak Ale uh-huh. is actually a pseudonym for Joseph Smith. 
<laughs> of course it is in his magical language. Can we give ourselves like... What do we get? Magical names. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you want yours to be? Well, I don't know. Let, keep telling me more about old right. Joe's. By 1832, Joseph Smith had accrued thousands in personal debt, totaling forty to 60000 Shit, Joe, that's a lot of money back then. By 1836, that is so much money, you guys. Mm-hmm. To deal with debts, Joe declared Mormonism communist and absorbed the property and businesses of all members into the, quote, bishop storehouses. Oh I think we've God. talked about the bishop storehouses yeah, we know what before. That is, yeah. Where the property was divided among needy members. Of course, Joe was the neediest of these members. Sure. And got the largest pieces of pie. To conceal, oh. <laughs> to conceal these operations from creditors he owed money to, he came up with a system of code names for people and property. The printing office was Laneshine House. The tannery was Tahanes. I don't know, I'm probably mispronouncing that. Sydney, it's a fake word. You can say it however you want. <laughs> Tahanes. Sidney Rigdon was Pelagorum. And John Johnson, is this a, real, a relative of yours? Most Probably. Likely, yeah. John Johnson was Zombre. <laughs> wow. Joe's name, of course, is a loose Hebrew translation of Blessed El or Blessed of. El being a god, Elohim being pluralized gods. Joe calling himself Barak Ale in 1832 is the first time he basically called himself Joseph Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Mary, we have to start a religion. We have to, because look at all the things you can do. You get new names, you get people's money, you can give it all to yourself. You can get yourself a tax break and hide from the government. Oh, Mormons. (laughs) Mormons. Come on. Y'all, this was the foundation of Mormonism. Yeah. Aren't you proud? All ex-Mormons, raise your hand if you're proud. So proud to be a part of that. your heritage. Yeah. Tax evasion, trying to hide from the government. And do you think that growing up, if you knew all of this parts of Mormonism, would you have questioned more they than tell you did? They don't They don't. That's, 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 no. I'm, I'm, no, of course they don't. And if you ever hear of it and you question it, they're like, ah, oh, it's anti-Mormon literature. It's not true. Right, right, right. It's true, people. It's true. Thank you, Bryce. Oh, Bryce. Heat was turned up. Consider the heat turned. <laughs> Dirt. <laughs> good one. That was a good one. Wow. Well, I'm going to pay him back by reading his um, patriarchal blessing and showing that he is actually not special. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he did volunteer to supply his patriarchal blessing. Oh, yeah. I would never just take someone's and read it. Okay. um, I do want to back up a little bit for Mm -hmm. the non-ex-Mormon crowd. Okay. uh, The Nevermos. Okay. What the heck is the point of a patriarchal blessing and when do you get it? Well, there is no point, um, but you <laughs> typically get it in your teenage years if you're a good Mormon. I was not, so okay. I was, I think, 20, 21, maybe, when I got it. Probably yeah. 21. Is this some sort of rite of passage or something? Um, Kind of, but not really. Maybe. So <laughs> you go to your stake patriarch, and this patriarch is supposedly somehow tied to God. Like, is is this calling that he's given also gives him the mantle of revelation, you know? The stake patriarch, is that the same as your bishop? No. Is it the stake president? Nope. The patriarch is the person called to give these patriarchal blessings. You okay. can't have anyone else do it. My dad, by the way, is patriarch in his stake. Okay. How many wards does that encompass? It depends. Quite a few. It just depends on the size of the ward. Okay. But at least several congregations. Yeah. Where I grew up, it was three wards in one stake. Um, in Utah, it could be significantly different than that. I don't... Okay. I don't, so I don't some know. dude is... Uh, appointed by who appoints them? 
I don't know. Someone above him, maybe a general authority. I don't know that. Would that be a stake president or no, someone higher than that? Higher. Okay. But I could be wrong who does it. But this is something that people look up to a patriarch like, oh my gosh, he gives these blessings and God is telling him what to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Guess what? It's bullshit. It's cut and paste, you guys. Oh, it's it's made <laughs> up. Well, here, let's, shall we? Shall let's we? Dive shall we into jump one. right in? Are we going to do Bryce's first? Yes. Okay. Let's go ahead and do Bryce's let's first. Let's do Bryce. Let me, let me pull that up real quickly on the old pewter. <laughs> Wake this puppy up. So, yeah, Bryce Blankenagle. This was given to him. Oh, by the way, his middle name is Kelly. Oh. Bryce Kelly Blankenagle. Nobody knew that. Now we do. And <laughs> You're welcome, was, Bryce. You're welcome. It's a great name, by the way. 2005 was when this was given to our good friend, Bryce. And as I'm reading through, and I'm just going to read word for word at the very end, but some things that stuck out to me is that in this blessing, it talks about Heavenly Mother. What? Yeah. Wow. Back when I got my blessing in like 94, there was no Heavenly Mother acknowledged. So way to go, progressivism. (laughs) Okay, great. Yeah, even though it also states that Bryce needs to trust Father meaning mm. Heavenly Father in For every sure. way. Know the truth, and the truth shall make you free from Satan and foolishness. Oh, my goodness. Which cracks me up because, you know, in this blessing when they're saying know the truth, surely they're talking about the truth of the whitewashed Mormonism, how Mormonism is presented to you within Mormonism. <laughs> but Bryce has done the deep digging and uncovered, like, the actual truth. Uh, So is this actual truth making you free from Satan and foolishness? So it was a prophetic word. Yeah, report back on that. And gosh, I've just never heard that expression, the truth shall set you free. (laughs) Yeah, I know, weird. Uh In my blessing, it says, be all you can be. Be all that that you you can be. be. So you were supposed to go into the army? Yeah, I missed that one, missed that one. (laughs) Uh, His blessing also says, be clean, be careful, do not let Satan corrupt or mislead you. Wow, two Satan sightings. Oh, there's always the Satan in there. There's always this. <laughs> Satan always was, gets a shout out. Oh, for blessing. sure. Shout out to Satan. Raise the roof. <laughs> Wish you had a video on me right now. I'm doing like the uh-huh. raise the roof motion. Uh-huh. Um, and my, I have to dig mine up too, but mine also talks about um, it, I'm admonished to steer clear from Satan. They got to throw Satan in there. Steer because, clear of cults? Um, <laughs> no, they actually call him the adversary, which oh, the, is the I love better the adversary. word. Yeah. <laughs> So here is what I really, really want to read that I thought and what Bryce might have thought is so special. Oh, let's hear the so speciality. Special about his blessing. Okay. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. It says, when you have completed your work there, where I don't know, <laughs> you shall rise in the morning of the first resurrection to be with the prophets and the finest people of this earth. Okay. When you have completed all Father has asked, you shall enter the celestial kingdom with your mate and children and family to be in the presence of the Father in heaven for eternity. Ooh. Because of your worthiness there, here it comes, you shall be given that white stone with your new name upon it that is promised to those who are worthy of eternal visions and revelations from God to become like Heavenly Father to do the work that He has done. I didn't get a white stone in mine. You didn't. You were ripped off. Totally, totally ripped off. Ugh. So Bryce is all special and shit mm-hmm. with his white stone. Yeah. But wait. Wait. There's more. We had more people send in their blessings. Uh, one. Cut and paste. Mm-hmm. Coming up. Yep. One that was sent in. <laughs> um, I don't know if she's allowed us to use her name, so we'll say Sally. Okay. Sally has sent hers in. She was 16 at the time when she received her wow. blessing. That seems young. Is that young? 
Um, no, people, okay. that's about right, I guess, if you're super, super spiritual. Okay, sure. But I have noticed that in every woman who sent in their blessing that they had as a teenager, there was plenty of paragraphs about prepare yourself to be married in the temple and have children. Oh, They're yeah. fucking 15, 16 years old, uh-huh. and they're already being told God wants you to blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I mean, you're told that from the time you can remember oh, when sure. you're a Mormon that's woman. That's your purpose. Yeah, but this is now your patriarchal blessing from God, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, through this jackass yep. vessel. Yep. Anyway, so as I'm reading through hers, I noticed something that she was very proud of, very oh. happy about, very special thing special. that she got. Okay. It says, Sally, when you enter the celestial kingdom, because of your worthiness, you shall receive that white stone <laughs> that is promised with your new name upon it, which will bring you <laughs> visions and revelations from Father for eternity. You will do the work of God and you shall become like, wait a second, white stone? <laughs> Cut and paste. I was like, what? <laughs> and so I looked closer at the fine print. Uh-huh. Both Bryce and Sally had the same patriarch. How did you find Rex that out? Leroy Christensen. Wow. It's written on the thing. I just didn't put it together until I'm like, white stone? And then I read the other one, white stone? So Rex is his name? Rex. The same <laughs> dude will. is running around promising yeah. white stones. And then I asked both Bryce and Sally, I'm like, do you guys know each other? Nope. How funny. It's just totally random people. Patriarch is handing out white stone blessings. One note Rex is mm-hmm. what I call that guy. And you get a white stone. <laughs> and you and get a, you white, get stone a white, white stone with your name on it. <laughs> so I am Is now, it in Sharpie? Like, how does that work out? It's Are you starting to think that? Uh Uh-huh. So I'm throwing this out there to our listeners. If you receive the Whitestone prophecy, (laughs) uh, double check if your patriarch was Rex Leroy Christensen, which, by the way, is such a fucking Mormon name. Rex Leroy Christensen? Oh, God. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. So check that. Um, He's even got Christ in his last name. That's how how holy that man is. It's disturbing is what that is. It's disturbing. Wow. Okay, do we have time for some more um, blessings? Yeah, let's do it. Who's next? Uh, Again, not sure if we have permission here, so this is going to be Melissa. Melissa, thank you for your blessing. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Hi, you beautiful ladies. The following are all quotes from my patriarchal blessing. As a preface, I was a senior in high school at the time. I had recently been accepted into BYU, and I had been having sex with a few guys over the past several months. (laughs) (laughs) Way to rock that Mormonism. Good job, girl. (laughs) You'll realize this is important once you read the very first line of my blessing. Okay. Melissa, you are one of the most righteous daughters of our Heavenly Father. (laughs) Wrong. (laughs) She goes, literally the first line of my patriarchal (laughs) blessing after the formalities. Depends on your definition. Well, by Mormon definition, she would not have been. (laughs) So clearly this guy had no discernment. Okay. I bless you to go to the house of the Lord to be sealed to one of Heavenly Father's righteous ones. Again, better get married. Yeah. She says, I had absolutely no intention of ever getting married, especially to a Mormon guy. And I was beyond scared to see that it was prophesied that I would get married. Mm -hmm. She still looked at it as a prophecy. Even in Bryce's, the patriarch talks about Bryce getting into heaven with his wife and children or whatever the hell. Find me one mm-hmm. patriarchal blessing that doesn't say anything about get married and have kids. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You will be a righteous mother in Zion. You will bring children into your family. Then she says, I have never and will never want children. <laughs> I was the oldest of 10 kids and practically raised them on my own. Oof. I have literally changed thousands of diapers and I refuse to ever do it again. Wow. I've known I've not wanted kids since I was seven. 
this quote left me heartbroken as I thought it was supposed to be my destiny. Mm. Fuck that. Sucks. Mm -hmm. Next line of her blessing that she puts in here. I bless you to support and sustain the leaders of the church. You will always listen to the prophets and heed their counsel. Then she says, I wasn't doing that when this blessing was being given, and I'm sure as hell not doing this now. (laughs) Then the blessing says, I bless you to be honest in your tithes and offerings to the Lord. I bless you to be generous in your tithes and offerings. So it's about money. Money, of course it is. Oh my God. That you may receive the promise of obtaining more blessings than you can receive. So if you give money to the church, you get whatever blessing. Yeah, her commentary on that line is basically pay more and get more blessings. Uh What kind of 100 billion investment bullshit is this? (laughs) And finally, she says, you will have the great blessing of coming forth in the morning of the first resurrection, clothed with immortality and eternal life there to dwell with your loved ones, your Savior, and your Heavenly Father eternally. How many of these go into the first resurrection? Oh, mine's in there. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Her commentary there says, I don't even know what to say about this Uh one. She says, I hope you enjoyed these quotes from my patriarchal blessing. Receiving this actually broke my shelf even more as I realized it was a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. Feel free to share anything I've typed here except my name. Oh, well, yeah. Well, there you go. Socially distant, comma, LDL lover. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, Shelly, what is this deal with the first resurrection? What does that mean? Apparently, there are multiple resurrections, and you want to be resurrected in the morning of the first resurrection so you can be with Jesus sooner. Oh, sure. You want to be first at everything, Mormon. Yeah. Yeah. So no patriarchal blessing is probably going to say, enjoy your third resurrection. You might make the third if you're lucky. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be some bullshit. So who gets uh, resurrected in the second or third or consecutive ones? Like the not as good people? Well, everyone gets resurrected. Everyone, even if you're a murderer. So how do you know if you're going to get into the first resurrection? You got to be super obedient and pay all your tithing. So it's just one more thing to keep you controlled and doing all the things. Yes. Following the rules. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So you can get into that first resurrection. Absolutely. God, this is the most hierarchical, ridiculous, stupid, bullshit religion. For real. (laughs) So hierarchical. Just when you think it can't get more hierarchical, uh-huh. then there's a stupid promise of the first resurrection to keep you in line. Yeah. So you can get resurrected with Jesus first. You can chill with Jesus and be I like, I get to his chill with Jesus. Man. No, I get to chill with Jesus. Sorry, you got to wait till the second morning of the re- whatever. As long as shit. I can get um, some of that Jesus wine? Mississippi wine. <laughs> it's Missouri. <laughs> in Missouri. That good Missouri swamp wine. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Oh my God. All right. Do we have time for another? Let's do it. Okay, this one is Christie's. It says, hi, Mary and Shelley. I've attached my patriarchal bullshit, <laughs> but I cannot give it to you without a story. So here goes. You can feel free to share any of my blessing that you want and the story along with my name. I don't care. All right. I'm not resigned yet, but if it gets me exed, I'm sorry. Withdrawal of membership, that's one less step for me. Okay, so this is go. from Christy Burdeen. B-E-R-D-E-E-N. First name, K-R-I-S-T-I. Let's get you out of there. Let's get her exed. Okay, so here's my story. I was 29 when I joined the church, and they almost immediately sat single-old me down for a patriarchal blessing. So I had my blessing and stuff after talking with the sweet delusion, uh, I mean divine, old man and his wife. I remember being like, what the hell is going on during Uh most of it? But I was 29 and unmarried, and I just joined a church that basically labeled me as a spinster. (laughs) I also have a PhD in engineering and was doing a postdoc at a national lab, so not your typical Molly, basically doomed to singledom. I remember being so relieved that they told me I would get married, Mm. like literal tears of joy. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. So the next day, the patriarch calls me up and was like, Sister Pellegrini, I'm calling about your blessing. And I'm thinking, oh, God, he's going to tell me that it's wrong and I'm never going to get married. 
Well, it turns out that they normally mail them to you, but his grandson was going to be staying the summer with them, and he was wondering if I could come over for dinner with them to meet their grandson. Oh, as a setup. And have my blessing hand delivered. So you know, obviously, he's a mouthpiece for God, and so I must go. Literally, the stake patriarch used my patriarchal blessing to try to set me up with his grandson, <laughs> a returned missionary that was about to graduate at BYU-Idaho. I was so far in drinking the Kool-Aid at this point that I could not <laughs> see this as anything but a message from God. And I tried my damnedest to make something with the patriarch's grandson work, even though it meant contorting everything I was and believed outside of Mormonism. Oh, gosh. Thankfully, this setup also was some divine bullshit because it totally did not work out. A few years later, I met Don of the Box Elder Facebook fiasco of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. The Box Elder bugs. Oh, for those of you who are not in the Facebook uh, Latter-day <laughs> Lesbian missed. podcast discussion group, you yeah. did miss the Box Elder Facebook <laughs> Box yeah. Elder bugs. Let's Facebook just sum it fiasco. up really quick. Uh, we bought boxwood bushes, <laughs> boxwood, uh -huh. right, to yeah. put in the front. They're like about a foot or so high. Yeah. And for some reason, Shelly had box elder in her head, and she said we bought box elder trees. Yeah, we just planted box elder trees. No, I said bushes, you but did? I said box elder, and okay. it threw everyone off. Okay. And so when so I— So box elder is a type of maple tree that— That attracts— Attracts— The box, box elder, elder bugs. bugs. So this thread blew the <laughs> fuck up because people were so concerned <laughs> about— a house I mean, of people box were writing in bugs. like, oh my God, I remember when my house was completely invaded with these bugs. They were everywhere. <laughs> It was, it was, it, it was, was a fiasco. It was, it was quite funny. a fiasco. Thank you for that, Dawn. <laughs> Appreciate it. So that was the story behind the blessing. It's a good one, by the yeah. way. Yeah. I read through her blessing. It's phenomenal, as usual. They uh -huh. all are. Any white stones? Uh, no white stones. Okay. No white stones. So you, you kind of suck. You might not be there for the morning <laughs> of the first resurrection. Um, but there were some things I wanted to point out. She says, I'm sorry, the patriarch says, you will have the opportunity to mother them, talking about these children she's going to have, and raise them up in righteousness. As you display your love for the Savior and our Father in heaven, they will likewise incorporate that same love into their lives. Here's the good part. I bless you to be a good wife to your husband, Ugh. as well as a good mother to your children. I bless you to honor the priesthood that he will hold. Oh, my God. For there will be times in your life when its power will bring you up out of problems and misery. Oh, my God, the power of the priesthood. I I, I hate that shit. I'm throwing up a little in my I know. Mouth. There was also some shit in there about um, wickedness and, and the adversary. That oh, word good. was, of course, good. Satan, thrown around. Every time Satan is somehow mentioned in a patriarchal blessing, we drink. <laughs> oh, my God. We would drunk. I am drinking, but I'm not drunk, but I would be or, drunk. Okay, these are the three things you okay. got to look for. You got to look for a mention of the first resurrection. Okay. Somehow a mention of Satan, either yep. adversary or some other phrasing. And uh, talking about your spouse. Oh, for sure. There's also um, pay your tithing is a good one. Oh, yeah. And temple attendance, which also equals oh, paying your tithing. But we haven't, okay. We well, haven't this seen one here that. talks about going to, they all have temple shit in temple there. Sin? I just didn't read Okay, them, so that's five boring. things. Yeah, yeah, Look yeah. for those five things and then we had a drink. Yeah, check that in your blessing. Um, a couple of randos here. Uh, Lisa wrote in and said that hers promises her an inheritance of land. Oh. oh. She's like, hasn't happened yet. <laughs> Damn it. Sorry, Lisa. Is uh, that in heaven? That's in the celestial that's kingdom. What, that's what they'll say. Like, if you didn't get it here, it's because you're going to get it in Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to get it in Where's my fucking life? land? <laughs> Maybe it's in Missouri. <laughs> All right. Christy Johnson says she got two blessings. This is how badass Christy is. <laughs> One at age 14 and again at age 30 because her first 
this overachiever that she is, she uh-huh. had fulfilled all of her first blessings. Wow. <laughs> so she got another one. Must not have mentioned the first resurrection then because that hadn't happened yet. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> or the white stone. Or the white stone. Did you get the white stone? <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, one more real quick. We Alrighty. have this one from Blaney. Okay. And hers says, by the way, she got hers when she was only 15 years old. Wow. She'd only been a member since age nine. Mm-hmm. 15-year-old girl. I bless you that in due time you will be able to go to the temple to be sealed to a worthy companion. Okay, we got a temple mention and mm-hmm. worthy, companion. worthy companion. I bless you to enjoy raising a good family that you will be a good wife and mother. <laughs> God, 15. 15. Get on it. Let's go. That's, that's, that is your goal. That's, that's your where calling. you're going next. You mm-hmm. start your period and then you're going to go get married in the temple and start having babies. Now, did they mention the adversary at all? Because that's, uh, that's You know what? what? Let, me look, let me look. Let me just okay. scan this one. Let me so we got check two the first drinking page. opportunities. It's actually not bad, I got to say. Yeah. Nope, nothing. But this nothing one looks like it was adversary? given a long, long, long time ago. It's or the first resurrection? Is that in there? Um, this one says, and when your life comes to a close, you will be prepared to come forth at the resurrection of the just. I think it's also the first resurrection. Okay, for yeah. sure that counts. Yeah. All right, so we got three shots. Got to drink them. Come okay. on, everybody, drink them down. <sighs> Shelly's going to drink for you. I'm drinking iced tea. <sighs> Wait, can they hear it? Hold on. One more. Oh, got to take all the shots. <sighs> okay. There you have it. Patriarchal blessings. This is kind of fun. If anyone else wants to send in their patriarchal blessings, but please like highlight the wacky parts because yeah. those are so fun to read. That is yeah, fun. Send them in. You know what would be kind of fun is to do a patriarch. Oh my God, Eddie, shut the fuck up. Hi, cutie pie. Okay, go. It would be kind of funny to do like a patriarchal blessing roulette wheel. So it's like, <laughs> you know, you got your white stone. Uh-huh, you got uh-huh. your first resurrection. Yep. Your temple attendance, uh-huh. tithing. Uh-huh. For boys, there's mission, too. Mission. Missions. Priesthood. Uh, sure. We've got, what, getting married. Yeah, married and kids, obviously. Yeah. So it'd be kind of funny to put that on a roulette wheel and then just spin the wheel and see if, if yeah. it works. Actually, my blessing <laughs> and our good friend Diana's blessings are very, very similar. But different patriarchs? Different patriarchs. But I think as patriarchs get trained, they're kind of told this is the kind of things that you should talk about. Yeah. It'd be kind of funny if there's like a website where you can just like plagiarize different people's patriarchal blessings. I know that my dad told me when he became patriarch that he was instructed not to talk about people serving missions or not. Hmm. Because my oldest brother, David, did not serve a mission. Mm-hmm. And his wife, before they got married, in her patriarchal blessing, it says, you will marry a return missionary. Oopsie. Well, when she married a non-return missionary, her parents, of course, were like, this is not the man you're supposed to be with. For sure. Um, God said, blah, blah, blah. This is going to cause you problems. So it's just bullshit. Well, you know what? I think it might all be bullshit, Shelley. <laughs> Maybe fake. <laughs> <laughs> Starting to think so. We should start writing matriarchal blessings. Oh, hell yeah. That'd be pretty funny. Then we can just have like a little document where we can just cut and paste. Yeah, well, we can make we them can really put, sincere. We can put one on our, on our website and be like, download, insert your name. <laughs> your name here. Mm-hmm. Your name here. <laughs> you will be blessed with, and then your name here. You're from the tribe of... There's tribes in there? Oh, God, there's tribes. Did I not what bring up tribes? the tribes? I'm, I'm Ephraim, of course. You are of Ephraim and are thereby entitled to the great promises and blessings. So Ephraim is pretty much where everyone is from, unless you're from the tribe of Judah, and then somehow you're special. Is Ephraim like a um, Nephite? tribe I, I or legitimately something? don't know. <laughs> Do not know. Fanny. Yeah. Fanny. 
Fanny, if you're what, out there, if you're listening, tell us the tribes? difference. What are the tribes and how, what do they have to do with patriarchal blessings? Right, where are these love. tribes from? Mm-hmm. Sister Fanny, fact check. Can you uh, help us out? Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's all I got about these blessings. I mean, I could go on and on, but I think we've... Uh, we get the gist. We get the gist. We get the gist. Mm-hmm. Oh, we forgot to put uh, the adversary on the roulette wheel. Yes, adversary We're going to put that on, on there, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. We're just going to throw a dart at that thing and see. Speaking of darts, mine says I will avoid the darts of the adversary. Does? Actually yeah. says the word dart in Darts it? and adversary. I think I'm prophetic <laughs> because I use that word. You might be. You might be. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Lordy. Mm-hmm. It's so stupid, you guys. Okay, should we take one final break and then yeah. uh, get into some... Do we have any patrons? Nope. No patrons Slow this week, week on the Patreon front. We did wow. have some people up there patronage. So oh, we that's appreciate nice. that. No newbies, but we have some channels members. Well, let's get into it when we get back. Let's do it. We are back. We're back. Yeah, you know, we don't have any patrons this week, but I'm going to plug it anyway. Plug it because we love our patrons. Not that we don't love all of our listeners, but the patrons really help um, support us. So thank you for that. Yeah, and don't forget 10% of... All patron levels go to help support Flourish Therapy. Yes, you're not just helping me buy fish food. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. If you didn't listen to the last episode, you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? What are you talking about, fish food? Uh, That is patreon.com slash latterday lesbian. If you want to check it all out, appreciate Mm -hmm. that. Yes. Let's move on to Marco Polo channels, shall we? Marco Polo channels. We have a blast on there. Okay. We've decided to give these people new last names that are from the scriptures. Scriptural last name. Versus Becky B. Give me a B last name. Uh, Bible. No, a B. <laughs> no, like a person's name. Oh. Um, Wasn't there a Bartholomew? Benjamin, Benjamin in the Bible. Okay. Becky Benjamin. Becky Benjamin. Benjamin was the brother of Joseph, right? He was one of the tribes of Israel. Okay. Yeah. He was the youngest. Did you know Benjamin yes. Lee means the last born? Yeah. Well, I knew he was the youngest. I didn't know the literal translation, but I did know he was the youngest. So there Becky, you go. are you the last born in your family or is the whole thing hmm. fucked up? Is the whole thing fake? <laughs> <laughs> Next, Jenny J. Obviously, Jenny, you are now Jenny Jezebel. I was going to say Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jenny, you can pick. Do you want to be Jesus or Jezebel? You picked. Totally up to <laughs> That's you. funny. Totally up to you. Lastly, Alice A, and of course, A goes for adversary. Oh, yeah, 100%. Alice adversary. <laughs> you know she loves that. Like, she's going to make a t-shirt, Alice adversary. Is there another A name? I mean, Adam, but that's, uh, that's oh, lame. Oh, right. That is lame. Um, <laughs> I'd rather be the adversary. Yeah, be the adversary. Yeah, she, she crushes that. Oh, there's Aaron, the brother of Moses. Oh, that's true. He was the talky one. How do you not want adversary? I do, of course, want adversary, 100%. I'm just trying to come up with some options, just in case. So she can that, pick. Alice, sure. tell us what you pick. <laughs> All, right. All right. Those are our new channels members. Thank you. Thank yes. you so much to our channels members. And as a reminder, we now have ad-free podcasts as part of our uh, channel offerings. Yep. Yeah. yeah. When you come on channels, by the way, don't think that you're expected to leave video messages. You don't have to. If you don't want to. Whatever you're comfortable with. Yeah. You don't have to feel stressed out to reply. You can just... Yeah. Like, just watch them like mm-hmm. you're watching a YouTube video. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Whatever. Yeah. Do You do you. You do you. Mm-hmm. As a reminder, if you would like to join us on channels, courtesy of Marco Polo, please visit our website at latterdaylesbian.org slash polo. Do it. Do it. And ad-free episodes. Come on. Come on, people. Can't go wrong with some ad-free episodes. Can't go wrong. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? what? Uh, speaking of things that we're providing, mm-hmm. uh, and I promise, promise to update our shop page this week to make it even easier to find this stuff. Yeah, get it together. 
we now have that disruptive woman t-shirt. Oh, hell yeah. After yeah. everything that went down with the AOC incident, yeah. um, there was an article also that was put out about how the country, I would say mostly men, and again, we love our men, but it's these high up men that are uncomfortable with disruptive women. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. a woman stands up for herself, they say it's disruptive. Yes. And so Mary designed a badass t-shirt that says disruptive woman on it. And I will wear that. Wear it proudly. Yeah, I got to get me one. The men's version will say, I love disruptive women, mm-hmm. right? To celebrate all the disruptive women in their lives. That's right. Get behind that. Be Dudes. an ally. That's right, boys. Um, okay, is that going to wrap up this episode? Yeah, this was a fun one. Yay. Yeah. All righty. I would like to thank Dan from Extension Audio. Thanks for leaving it thank in, Thank you, Dan. And everybody else, please steer clear of those cults because they have stupid patriarchal blessings <laughs> that don't and, make a damn bit of sense. And they are no joke. They're no joke. No Talk joke to you later. Bye-bye. 